we got fan mail. Oh, I'm a one-click beast, baby. Department of Magical Intervention. Witcher fans, this is where we all gather together with our box of tissues. It was the best DC movie I've ever seen in my life. We're staying on topic today. I'm very proud of us. It's Genevieve. And Lynn. And this, believe it or not, is the 15th episode of Let's Get Mystical. I feel like we need sound sound effects. Woo! Some like fireworks <laughs> or something. Uh, well, you just made them, so we're good there. There we go. I got us. I got us ready here. Oh, I don't have very many updates to give you guys. Um, we are there's a lot of things we're going to talk about, but personally, there's not much really to update on, except for that my second podcast will be launching on Friday, the fourth. Whoop, whoop. I'm so excited for that one. Mm, so excited. But uh, my- Miss Lynn has an update. I do your book. Oh, it's uh, I'm almost done with the uh, self edits and then it goes off to Jen and my betas and hopefully will be released in about a week or two. Hopefully we'll see how fast everyone can get through the edits and I'm trying something new with my edits. So we'll see how clean it is when it's done. <laughs> and that is third book in the Shifter Council Executioner series. You got to say, say it, it three slow, times otherwise. <laughs> say it three times fast and see what happens. Third and final. Us- can you give us a little sneak peek about plot? Uh, trying to think of what I can sneak peek without giving too much away since I haven't like done the blurb or anything. Well, I will say this. I have a hearing impaired uh, heroine this time. And it was actually um, a reader had made a comment on one of their reviews that they would love to see that. And I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. Because... In my family, there's all forms of disabilities, and that's one of them. Or different abilities, differing abilities. Now, I would say she, people are just different abled. Is she hard of hearing and human, or hard of hearing and paranormal? Well, she's human because my paranormal creatures do not have any of that. Right. Well, I mean, you yeah, know, it's possible, but um, yeah. so not my di- creatures. Was that difficult to write, being that she was hearing hearing impaired and and put that in the narrative or no no again i it's because i i grew up with so many types of people and so many you know just a very diverse background to me when you write a character that's different from you it's still just a person i can't stand reading books when they make a different race than themselves or a different ability than themselves and all of a sudden it becomes their identity this just happens to be she wears hearing aids you know, so that she can hear. And sometimes she has to watch people's lips when they speak, if it's a crowded area, which at times is not a bad thing for my heroine when she's looking at Vaughn's lips when he's talking is all I'm saying. (laughs) In case those that haven't read my books, there is a little spice. It's not erotica, but there is a little spice. I add just a little spice. Yeah. It's not, it's definitely not the basis of the plot. It's just, no, It's, I call it romance. It's not sex scenes. It's romance scenes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I guess that's all the updates we have. However, Miss Lynn, you remember how I said I had a surprise? Yeah. I'm looking at the word, the line surprise for Lynn. What? (laughs) What? Well, believe it or not. And then this was a lovely surprise for me when we, when I checked our email, we got fan mail. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Shut your face. <laughs> oh, an adult just said, yeah, hon, uh-uh, this, this is just going bad. And shut your face. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we did. Um, Her name is Andy, A-N-D-I. And um, she says, 
<clears throat> Hello, Genevieve and Lynn. I recently found your podcast and I absolutely love it. My family is very religious and does not condone my interest in anything supernatural, but I love it and struggle to find ways to indulge in it without my family knowing. Your podcast gives me that opportunity while I listen at the gym and on my commute to work, so thank you very much for giving me that. I do have a request, if that's okay. Could you please review the shows Lost Girl and Good Omens? I so badly want to watch them, and hearing them from you, hearing about them from you, sorry, is the next best thing. Your loyal listener, Andy. Okay, I guess we need to put those on our to be watch. Yeah, the, okay, they're, so they're both on Amazon Prime. Which I, I do that. not have. You do, I however. do. Yes, um, I do. So I'm going to have to look into getting it for myself. Um, they're both, I believe, don't quote me on this, but I believe they're both adult shows. <clears throat> so I know Good Omens is because that's based on Angels and Demons. But um, So I think both would be interesting to you. So I'm thinking maybe we split it up. You watch one and I watch the other. Andy, give me a little bit of time because I only watch like an hour and a half to two hours of TV a night and I share it with my husband. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'll make that my new lunch date. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I'll sit down and eat lunch and, and watch an episode or two. I'm thinking you should watch Lost Girl just because I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a little spicier than Good Omens okay. and that's more you than me. Um, I'm down with that. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up real quick. <laughs> what they with us the descriptions of them are because i want to make sure i'm thinking about the right show hmm. andy i feel you growing up um we weren't allowed to watch anything with witches demons devils none of that stuff couldn't dress up as any of that and i am a christian and i still love supernatural paranormal all this stuff so i i'm with you sister i'm with you yeah, I I gotta say when when I read that I was just like my first comment was well your family sucks. <laughs> you know it's I think a lot of times parents are doing what they think is best, but to me when you hide something from a kid it makes it taboo and makes it more interesting. I never when there was nudity on TV the only time I asked my kids to cover their eyes was when it was in a sexual because they were too young to understand. Mm -hmm. But if it was you know, a woman was getting a breast exam or like when they watch Schindler's List with me, because I think it's important that they watch, you know, different things. I never shielded them from nudity because we all have bodies, you know, things like that. Um, Exorcist to this day is one of my favorite movies. I mean, I don't think it's going, hey, being demon possessed is fun because that looks like it sucked. So <laughs> look well, like she you, was not having fun at all. You know, I, I have strong opinion about religious people not all religious yeah. people obviously some of the, some people are you know perfectly nice and sweet and everything like me but <laughs> but there are some that just push their religion way too far and you know when i read her email i thought it doesn't really make any sense for religious people not to allow their kids to watch supernatural stuff because they believe in the devil don't they well and again to me it makes a taboo which makes it more interesting. It's, I mean, I don't want to get too talk, too much into religion talk, but it just doesn't make any sense to me. And I feel bad for Andy that she's not allowed to watch those things. She didn't tell me um, her age. I don't know. I would, yeah, Andy, if you can let, and we won't, you know, we will not disclose that on here, but we would love to know your age. Yeah, because she, she said commute to work. So I'm mm -hmm. guessing she's at least 16, you know, if not older. Oh, I, I have a family member who has never seen Harry Potter, any of that stuff. 
So uh, Hunger Games, you know, all that stuff. But I mean, I get it if, you know, they're like six years old and you need to be careful about what they watch. But otherwise, just let them have their life, you know? Yeah, Um, there was very few things I shielded my kids from. And it was because I was protecting their innocence and their youth, not because, ooh, naked bodies are bad. You know, just there's some things I don't need to know about yet. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that we can offer that little indulgence for her. Yeah. Welcome. Um, So I looked up Lost Girl. It's from 2010. And the description is, Bo is a small town girl on the run after a disastrous sexual encounter with her boyfriend ends with his death. Right then and there, it makes you want to watch it. Okay. (laughs) Bo learns that she is not human, but a succubus who feeds on the sexual energy of humans. Again, makes you want to watch it, doesn't it? Yes, she it and does. her kind are members of the Fae, creatures of legend who walk among humans and fend off. Fend, I suppose think that's supposed to say fend them off in different ways. As she searches for the truth about her origin and runs from her inhuman urges, she vows to help those she meets along the way, human or Fae, who need to right a wrong. Sounds I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. So you'll yeah. watch that one. <laughs> I'll, make, I'll make it my lunch date so we can we can talk about this for Andy. And I, I know what Good Omens is about, but I'm going to still look it up in case listeners don't. And I the reason, sadly didn't know about either of them. I know. The reason I know Good Omens, I, I didn't really, I had heard about Lost Girl, but I didn't really know it, know it. Um, the reason I know Good Omens is because David Tennant is in it. Oh, well, I should have known that one. <laughs> <laughs> now, I cannot pronounce the angel's name, so bear with me when I read this description. But it says, this fantasy series sees a fussy angel, a name I cannot pronounce, <laughs> and loose living demon Crowley team up to form an unlikely duo. The two have become overly fond of life on Earth, and they are forced into forming an alliance in an attempt to stop the approaching Armageddon. Girl, you could have just gone over to IMDb. A Tale of the Bungling of Armageddon features an angel, a demon, an 11-year-old antichrist, and a doomsaying witch. Yeah, Isn't that a little bit easier? That. I was getting to that part. <laughs> this actually is IMDb that this is coming from, but it's on Google. Where, where, so. Oh, I was going to say, I guess I ha- that's my most used app on my phone. Yeah. I don't I have the app. I just go one. to the website. But yeah, it does yeah, my- go on to say to do that, they have to find the missing Antichrist, an 11 year old boy who is unaware that he is meant to bring the end of days upon humanity. It's got Michael Sheen, David Tennant, and John Hamm, which I did not know it was John. John and Hamm, Francis it? McDormand. Who's that? Fargo. Oh, I, I haven't seen that. Um, and it's based on a uh, book series. Well, actually, a book. It's just not a series, just, just one book by Neil Gaiman. So. Should be good. Should have guessed it was Neil Gaiman. He's got I, all the good stuff. <laughs> I have wanted to watch this for a long time, but just have not been able to because I didn't have Prime. But um, guess what? I'm going to get Prime as a write-off, an investment to the podcast. There you go. <laughs> they, I tried to sign into the the Prime from downstairs, and I end up starting my own Prime. So now we have two Primes in the house. Well, get rid of one. I I didn't mean to do that. (laughs) Now you're paying for two. Get rid of one. And I got a bill. I'm like, oh, man. (laughs) Well, I told you I accidentally bought a book. And I'll tell you what, that was a happy accident because I'm really enjoying it. And it's not even paranormal. It's uh, mafia romance. That's that's interesting that you're really enjoying it that much then. 
Yeah, it was an accident. I was reading the the description, and I happened to look over at my husband and look back, and it said, "Thank you, continue shopping." I'm like, "Wait, what?" Mm, I guess when I was see, scrolling, yeah, I don't like the one click option because of that. Oh, I'm a one click beast, baby. It's nice, it's convenient, but there's two things wrong with it. One, like you said, you can accidentally buy a book, and yeah. two, if you don't have the payment method attached to it that you think you do, you could accidentally charge something you didn't mean to. Well, and that's the thing is, you know, because of what I do, I have several accounts. Right. So luckily I was in the right account when I did it. I've done that otherwise... where I have purposely one clicked a book, but didn't realize it was my mom's card attached to it and not mine. Yeah. I luckily it's just an ebook. So personal. it's all bucks, but. Right, right. Yeah, this one was five bucks. And I was, the reason I was looking at it is because this woman was on TikTok and she had a little description. I'm like, okay, title, please. And I realized it was book two. Well, I'm a series baby. I love me some series. You know that. I write series, I read series. And it was just happened to read, you know, the first little sample chapter. You know how I am. I like past tense and, and you know, things like that. And it's a happy accident because I'm, I'm digging it. Good, good. I'm glad. So we're going to introduce a new segment to this podcast. Um, Nothing, you know, fantastic. A lot of other people have already done it. And this new segment is we're going to do a question of the week every week. So this is for us, but also for the viewers, because I want to hear their answers. So as always, email and Facebook group will be in the show notes. So send us your answers. Who Um, said viewers? (laughs) Listeners, whatever. Until you used to vlogging. Listen, y'all don't want to see this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm too used to vlogging and saying that word. Oh, so, but first you and I are going to answer it. Okay. So the question is if fairies and elves, and there's a question, there's a reason for this question, which we'll get to in a little bit, but if fairies and elves were the only paranormal beings, which would you rather be and why? Man. I'm going to go with fairies because in the world that I built around fairies, they have great magical power, but Sealy Court, of course, not unsealy Court. Although my elves are warriors, so I don't know. <laughs> it's not an easy question. <laughs> it it depends on which easy wait, question, wh- but which ones are we looking at though? Are we looking at the at the Tinkerbell? Are we looking at my creations? Which ones and are we looking at here? That's part of the problem with this question. But just in general, and and basically I would say whatever immediately comes to your mind when you think fairies. My my book, Soul Alliance and Throne of Ash and Dust, are the first one that come to mind. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with elves. From my world, because they're warriors, whereas the Fae tend to be a little more aloof and and uh, what's the word? They, they they feel they're superior to all other races. So I'm going to go with elves from my world. I can't help asking this question, but is that your final answer? That's my final answer. <laughs> Boop. Locking it in. <laughs> okay. Well, then I guess we have the same answer because I would choose elves too, not for any specific reason. Mostly because when I think fairies, the first thing that comes to mind for me are um, tricksters. And personally, I don't think I would want to trick people as, you know, as like my sole personality. Yeah, it's and and it's again, it's up there with which world are we looking at? Yeah. And actually, I didn't um, put the stuff on our list of things to talk about in the right order, because I really should talk about the reason I'm asking this question first. Well, I I hope people answer this because I would love to know what they want to be and why and which world did they choose. 
Yeah, me too. I would definitely be interested in which kind of fairy or elf yeah. that they're talking about. Because like yeah. you could even you could even go into like the Lord of the Rings world and choose from there. Or how about True Blood, where the fairies would get pregnant because when they would have babies, they orgasmed. Like <laughs> every every writer has their own little world. We take our these little myths and these folklores and we turn them into what we want, you know. Well, and it's not just books either. You know, movies and TV all have different yeah. kinds. So I like, said I True mean, Blood. True Blood's a TV show. So and, like in some things like Supernatural, there's been more than one kind. So Yeah, see, I love that's why I love this paranormal world because especially people like me, I just go crazy with making up my own little worlds. Yeah. It's imagination so open for interpretation. It's yes. so open for interpretation. It's it's yes. like I mean, even if somebody wrote like a, an elf in a way that nobody has ever done before, which I don't think that's physically possible, but you could you you would believe it because who's to say it's not that way? Exactly. Exactly. So the reason that I was talking asking this question is cuz I finished in 2 days, I binged the whole thing. Um a show on Netflix called The Bureau of Magical Things. Now, obviously, Lynn's not going to be too interested because it is YA. Um, It is good, though, and it does have some adults in it. Um, I did did watch Vampire Diaries. I finished the entire, and that's kind of a YA thing. So so I'm always willing to check things out. This it's only two seasons, so it's not like there's a lot you have to watch. And it, it's you know they're not going to make any more because they actually concluded it in the end of the second season, which is a little disappointing for me because I could watch it forever. But um, so basically, it is. Let me read the little thing I wrote down here. Kira is a human who accidentally gets magic. She and her still learning group of paranormal friends spend their days cleaning up magical messes, mostly their own. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what it is is there there are elves and fairies which is why i asked the question of between elves and fairies because it's the only paranormal creatures that showed up in this show i don't know if there would have been more if they continued it but um and they are in a magical school learning to um work for a company i think it's it's called the dmi so it's department of magical intervention Ooh. um and basically, an alert will happen through the magical. So the magical world is like parallel to ours. Like you can walk through a door and get to the magical stuff because humans don't know about it. Um, kind of like mortal instruments a little? A little, yeah. Um, so in the past, the, the humans did know and this big, huge thing blew up. So the magical world decided to hide it all. An alarm will go off in the magical world that, you know, a magical item or being or you know spell or something has been unleashed in the human world and they have to go and detain it basically and and diffuse the situation a little like last witcher or less witch hunter what was that called with vin diesel Um, oh um yeah i know which one you're talking about but i can't think of the title of it right now Um, witch hunter or something like that and Kira, like I said, is a human, and she touches this uh, magical book that one of the elves and one of the fairies is fighting over. This is the very first. So the very first episode's a little rough in its, like, pacing and stuff, and it starts kind of in the middle of the whole story. But it, you, it, once you stick with it, it's worth it. It's just the first episode's a little wonky. Um, she touches this magical book, and she gets powers. 
they try to wipe her memory so that she doesn't remember that everything she saw and doesn't her powers go away because she's not supposed to have them. It doesn't work. <laughs> um, so instead they bring her into the fold and she starts learning about magic and, you know, working with them to defuse these situations. That kind of sounds good. It, it's really good. It, I, and when I watched the first episode, I was very hesitant to continue because it was so rough. But once I continued, oh, it was so worth it. And I, like I said, I binged to the two seasons in two days. That's why a lot of times, you know, the, the books I was talking about last week with the Immortal Guardians, um, that first book, I mean, it was so good, but there was, it was a little rough around the edges, but then once you get to two, three, four, five, all the way up, it just gets better and better and better and better. You know, the first, it seems like the pilot episodes, first books, because you're still building that world and they're always a little rough around the edges. I always give a show at least two episodes with the exception of interview the vampire i gave it 15 minutes <laughs> yeah i'm the same way but you're right there are exceptions i'm an og man i it's i i read you know that book when i was in seventh grade so i i felt like i got stabbed in the back and punched in the stomach at the same time <laughs> um one of the things i really liked about the burial be, bleh, i cannot say that yeah word. that bureau of magical things is that there are all kinds of personalities in it so just within the team, there the the elf, well, there's more than one elf, but the elf girl is like, you know, attitude, high and mighty, I'm better than everybody. But through the show, she learns, you know, acceptance and stuff. And then her brother, I don't think they're twins. Are they twins? They might be twins. I don't know. But her brother um, is like, you know, boy next door, cute, quirky, funny, flirty kind of guy. Um, the there's two fairies. So the one fairy is like, like you said, like Tinkerbellish. Um, yeah. You know, girly, blonde, hyper, <laughs> but she's so cool. Um, she has this thing where she, she'll at one point she'll be like, "Oh no, we can't do this because it's against the rules." And then at the next point she'll be like, "Well, but it helps my friend." So, <laughs> <laughs> so she's interesting in that she has both of those sides to her. And then the other fairy is just kind of like she's she's kind of more human than anybody, um, but she's also clueless about humans because she's never really been around them. Um, so she's very awkward when she meets one. Um, and she's also the youngest person to be included in this class to try to work for the DMI, which is interesting because she's like the uh, smartest one of them all. Um, and then family members. So uh, Kira, which is the human, um, gets both elf and fairy magic. Which makes her what they call a triling because she's elf fairy and human. Oh, and I've never heard that. That neither that had I. No, I and love that. I found it halfling? so cool. Yeah. And so, what you just said, the halfling, their teacher is a halfling. He's part elf and part human, and he's also Irish. Triling, which is fantastic. I love that. <laughs> and you know, I you know I love me some accents. With good looking yeah. men. Well, Ooh. the whole everybody in the show has accents because the whole thing takes place in Australia. Okay. That's my favorite. So they have Australian <laughs> accents except their teacher who is Irish and I think there's one one of the other adults is British, I believe. 
can't remember who that was, but most of them are Australian. Um, You know, I used to want to go to Australia. That used to be my dream. And then I found out that everything there can kill you. Yeah. And my aunt, (laughs) my aunt used to live there and I've seen pictures and yet no. (laughs) I'm already arachnophobic and they got spiders as big as cats over there. (laughs) I don't want to go on too much longer about this show because I could sit here and talk about it freaking forever but that's walking that's me and walking dead except for <laughs> i may or may not have missed the episode because yeah anybody who's looking Sunday. for walking dead content today is Sorry. gonna be sorely disappointed but lynn will I have an update Sunday. lynn will have an update next week so yes i have to watch both episodes yeah but the last thing that i will say about this show is well first of all it's on netflix which i don't think i mentioned um it's a netflix show and if for anybody who has seen the show Warehouse 13 will love it because it is basically a teenage version of Warehouse 13. So I am so behind on, so you know, we've been benching Blacklist and I didn't realize how long it had been on. Okay. Next topic. <laughs> um, I've been talking for a while by myself here. So why don't you talk about your topic next? Oh, The Witcher. Oh, okay, y'all. <laughs> I just found this out yesterday. I don't know if it's old news. I am not okay. So DC fans, you can celebrate that Henry Cavill is reprising his role as Superman. Witcher fans, this is where we all gather together with our box of tissues. He is not coming back for season four. Liam Hemsworth is taking over the role. I guess is Geralt. I don't know if he's taking that role or if he's just stepping in. But then what will happen to Gerald of Rivera, Rivia, Rivia? I can never say that correctly. Um, I'm not okay. <laughs> I'm not okay. Liam Hemsworth is a great actor and he's a cutie pie and he's my boyfriend's, you know, brother, Chris Hemsworth. Uh, not real life in case anyone doesn't know any better. He's not really my boyfriend. I just can't see anyone but Henry Cavill with the grunts and all that stuff. So we're going to have to wait and see when season four comes out. But you know, if you guys remember right, we all poo-pooed the thought of Edward Cullen becoming the new Batman. And I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard great, great things about it. So let's hope that Liam Hemsworth stepping in is going to keep our momentum and keep this show as phenomenal as it was before. I mean, being as, you know, Henry Cavill's got like almost black hair and they give him the blonde wig and the contacts and everything. So changing the look won't be too bad, but I'm not okay, Jen. <laughs> not okay. I don't watch that show, but I really do hope for your yours and everybody else's sake that he's playing a different character. Well, I could tell you Henry Cavill is a phenomenal Batman. And I know I'm in the minority when I say Ben Affleck was a, a great... Did I say Batman? Superman. <laughs> Henry Cavill was an awesome Superman, and I liked Ben Affleck as Batman. I did not, I was not big on the movie Batman versus Superman. I didn't think, I thought they could do so much more with it. And the same with Justice League. I'm a Marvel girl, but I think Henry Cavill is a great Superman, but he's the Witcher, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll, we'll have to wait and see season four, you know, with stupid 2020 threw everything off. It threw everything off. All those shows that got pushed back and, you know, things weren't getting recorded. So all of our shows are like two years behind. So we're just going to have to wait and find out. Season three was so good. So we'll have to wait and see. I don't know. I don't know. 
I'd love to hear what our listeners think about that news too. Yes. Are you guys crying too? Feel free to join me in my, my pillow fort with a box of tissues. I'm not, I'm not happy. First they, they traded Harrison Bader from the Cardinals to the Yankees. And now this. You and your sports. <clears throat> Being my baseball, just baseball. I don't really care about the other stuff. Um, so what you said about DC, um, is an interesting segue to our next topic. Uh, but I do feel that DC is a hit or miss when it comes to like their movies and stuff. Very, very. Um, but I recently went and saw Black Adam by myself. And it was the best DC movie I've ever seen in my life. Better than Wonder Woman. Better than any DC movie ever. Okay, I'm gonna have to watch it because I thought Wonder Woman, the first, not the 1984. I thought Wonder Woman was the best DC ever. Part of the reason I think it was so good is because not only did it star Dwayne Johnson, but he produced it. Really? Yes. Look at him. He's, he was, he's in everything now. He was him, him and Kevin Hart. Freaking tastic in this movie. I was a little hesitant about him playing the part. I did not know how it was gonna come out, but it was so good. Now, um, is it Black Adam as The Rock, or The Rock is Black Adam, or is it Black Adam? It's Black Adam. Because, you know, The Rock is The Rock in everything. Yeah, <laughs> Dwayne no. Johnson is Dwayne no. Johnson in no, everything. No, it's, 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 it's actually Black Adam. It's, okay. you know, a super, it's a superhero movie. Okay. Um, and it has, not only does it have Dwayne Johnson in it, but it has a whole bunch of other fantastic people in it. For example, Pierce Brosnan. Really? Yes, and oh man, that guy can age well. Yes, he did. Yes. <laughs> For, as an older gal, I'm telling you, these men, who oh, they are aging like fine wine, baby. And also, I think one of the other things about it that made it so good was you never knew what was going to happen. Like, right up until the last second of the movie, there was plot twists, there was suspense, there was, you just never knew what was coming next. That's my favorite word to yell out when something goes wrong in my life. Plot twist. <laughs> um, and it was violent. I will caution people. There is violence in it. There's no, um, if you remember right when I saw, um, okay, the title of the movie just went right out of my head. Oh, Suicide Squad. You remember I said that there was, I walked out of the theater because there was um, animal cruelty. There was none of that in this. If you're going to watch a superhero movie, there's going to be violence. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm good with violence. I don't remember. I don't remember Animal Cruelty and Suicide Squad. Not the first Suicide Squad, the new one. Oh, I didn't see the new one. Yeah. The first Suicide Squad with, with Will Smith was good, but the new yeah. one. No, I walked out. Um, <clears throat> and For those who don't know, I don't leave my house because I can't drive. So if somebody does not <laughs> want to go see a movie, I don't see anything new. I have to wait. That's that's one good thing that did come out during the, the pandemic was a lot of it was being released at the same time. So you can like go to the theater in your house. You can like rent the movie like you're going to the theater. Yeah. I miss that. I don't, I don't <laughs> mind it doing it that way. I didn't like it when it was streaming exclusive because then I was like, well, well, I can't watch it now. Oh, when they have these great shows that are only like I want to watch Yellowstone so bad, but it's on Paramount and I'm not going to get another streaming service to catch up on Yellowstone. Yeah, well, we're going to get, I'm going to get Prime Video for Andy, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, one of the other things I want to mention about Black Adam is the young actor that is kind of like his sidekick. He's not really, he's a human that helps him out. 
is fantastic. I've never seen him in anything else, but he was just spot on perfect. I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> and also, um, there are other superheroes within the movie. And one of the ones that I feel needs his own movie is Adam Smasher, because this kid that plays this, and he's actually technically the second Adam Smasher because his uncle was the original. But this kid that plays that part is hilarious and quirky. And, and pretty much every time I laughed in the movie was because of his lines. It was so good. Okay, are you talking about the character Hawkman? No. Carter Carter Hall, was that his young... No. It, uh, his name Adam was... Adam Smasher? Adam Smasher was one of the superheroes, the one I just said I wanted the movie of. Um, He was like, I don't know, 12? I can't um, remember what his name see. was, but... It's probably a strange name, because he wasn't... It was in a different country. And you know, the thing is, I recognize people. My husband cracks up. So I'm like, what were they in? And I, I pull up IMDb. I'm like obsessed with IMDb. I'm like, the guy that plays Anna Smasher, I don't know he wasn't. I thought maybe he was a guy that was on uh, one of those um, Final Destination movies, but that's not him. And he's pretty young. I don't know. He kind of looks familiar, but I don't know if I've seen him in anything. Anyways, we're off topic again. <laughs> well, not really. We're still sort of on topic. But while you're still looking that up, um, even the bonus scene after the credits, and there is a bonus scene after the credits, so make sure you stay for that if you see it, was just absolute perfection. And since coming around full circle here, you mentioned Superman. He was in the bonus scene at the end of Black Adam. <sighs> You didn't need to rub salt in the wound. <laughs> and my my thought when everything was over was I immediately wanted to go back out and buy another ticket and watch it again. That's oh, how, wow. That's okay. how good this freaking movie was. And I don't ever feel that way about DC movies because I'm a Marvel person, too. I mean, I, I will watch DC. I have nothing against that. Yeah. But if, it's, if it's a superhero movie, I watch it, period. And I've never felt that way about a DC movie before, though. Yeah. I've, I've The Joker... The actual movie, The Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, that was, oh, that was phenomenal. Um, Wonder Woman was phenomenal. I just feel like Justice League, it was, I can barely remember half of it. It was like so rushed, you know, kind of like when uh, Black Panther came out. I think Black Panther should either been longer or broken up because I felt like it was rushed and there was so much to that storyline that I wanted to know about, you know. Yeah, um, I, guess, I, I just got sad. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. I, and I'm going to go see the new one, too, when my best friend oh, gets yeah. on her cruise. But um, I sort of agree with you about Black, Black Panther, but I also sort of feel like the fast pace of it was what kept my interest. I, I, but I there was know. there was so much I wanted to know, and I felt yeah. like... You know, like they, for time's sake, you know, it's like when they take a huge book and they try to cram it into an hour and a half movie, you just left out some of the best parts of that book. You know, I, um, I, I'll i sit through a six hour movie if you put every single line in it <laughs> from the books, you know. <laughs> okay, so the actor that played the quote unquote sidekick is, I believe it's pronounced Bodhi Sabinu. <laughs> oh, I was just looking at that too. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I've seen him in anything. He doesn't look familiar to me at all. No, he's only been in like well, seven a, things. So yeah, he's a baby. He's a kid. I think he's new to the acting. Yeah, stuff. I am gonna just quickly look up the guy that plays Adam Smasher though, because he does look very familiar. 
I was so looking at him. His name is Noah Centineo, I guess is how you say it. Um, yeah, he looks super, super familiar, guys. Ah, now I know where I know him from. He what? took over the role of Jesus in the Foster show on ABC Family. And I've never seen it. You watch a lot more TV than I do, though. Yeah, well, it was better before he took over, but <laughs> he, he, he played the part good, so... Um, yeah, so that is my review of Black Adam, even though I could continue to talk about it all freaking day. <laughs> but um, we'll move on. I recently, I, I was hoping I was going to finish it today, but things got away from me. But I recently started reading a book called Peror... Why are we doing things that we can't say? Yeah. <laughs> Paranormalcy. <laughs> Paranormalcy by Kirsten White. Um, it is a YA. However... It is, it's just fantastic. So and for anybody that may have read um, the Charlie Davidson series by Dorinda Jones, it is basically a YA version of that because the character has all sorts of quirky lines and she she's so, <clears throat> she's in, within this um, company, which I can't remember the name of right now, that hunt paranormal creatures, right? she just she just doesn't care about the rules or anything she just does what she wants to do and as long as she finishes the mission in the way she's supposed to that's all that matters <laughs> hey hey i love some morally great characters <laughs> oh she's so fantastic but the the thing that is really keeping my attention in this book is they captured a paranormal creature that they could not identify they've never seen this creature before and it turns out he's a teenage boy so you know they connect and spend time together and stuff but this paranormal creature that he is is like living water basically and he can transform himself into basically any person he wants to that's cool including glamoring on clothes like he doesn't even have to wear clothes he can just make them appear oh i want that it is so interesting i've never (laughs) never seen this concept before where he's just basically living water and like most of the people within the facility cannot see him because of the fact that he's basically water so when he's in his true form she can see him um, because her ability is that she can see below like any glamours or anything like when she when she sees a vampire she sees what other people see but below that she can see like the rotting corpse and you know all that stuff it is so good and i cannot wait to finish it i love books like that i love i love new concepts i love my old classics but i love new concepts or new takes and there is it it, it, it's it is a series because I got this from the library and I told myself to just start with the first one because I didn't want to take yeah. out more than one and then not enjoy right, it. Right. But I will be going back for the second book for sure. Well, people let's, let's clown- hold off on that judgment until I read the end. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people like to clown the sparkly vampires from Twilight. It was a new concept. I love that. I love new concepts, you know, because we've all seen vampires and scary vampires and broody vampires i love a new take on anything classic i love to see that and just a quick note on the same topic of books i went and downloaded the ebook of the immortal guardian series so i will be reading that next oh you're gonna love it you are gonna give updates as i read not it's not ya i'm telling you right now but it's not dirty it's very beautiful and romantic and so well written but yeah, I will update as I read that and let you guys know whether I agree with Lynn or not. She will, or else she will pay dearly. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I I might be one of those weirdos that get a tattoo of the Mortal Guardians because I love the series that much. 
All right, well, we have one more thing to talk about. We're staying on topic today. I'm very proud of us. <laughs> so the last thing I want to talk about is I watched and finished the final, the third and final season of Lock and Key on Netflix. Okay, so I keep seeing that pop up. Is that okay. a YA or adult? It. The main characters are teenagers, but I would say it's kind of verging on new adult. Just because it kind of spans you know, a certain age group, but I, I pulled up the description so that I could read it for you. So it says after Rendell Locke is murdered, which is not a spoiler because it's in the very first episode, his wife, Nina decides to move with her three children, Tyler, Kinsey and Bodie from Seattle to Massachusetts and take residence in Rendell's family home, which is called key house. The children soon discover a number of mysterious keys throughout the house that can be used to unlock various doors in magical ways. They soon become aware of a demonic entity that is also searching for the keys for its own malevolent purposes. Oh my. So basically these keys in, in essence bend reality and they have to use them in different ways to it. So the first season kind of starts with them discovering the keys and kind of just having fun with them. But then they soon realize that there's more to them than just the magical aspect. And they have to use them in certain ways to kind of keep evil away and stuff like that. So there's things like the ghost key, the memory key. Um, I, there's so many of them. I couldn't even label them all, but it is fantastic i i did feel season three was a little i don't know how to even word this it, like the beginning of season three was fantastic but then i kind of feel like the end was rushed a little bit like it could have it was only 10 seasons of season three so it could have been extended so that we you know we didn't get to the end right away um, but it is based off of comics, so I don't know if maybe that's the reason that it was. It felt that way because they just didn't want to go beyond the comics. I don't know because I've never read the comics, so I don't know how many are out there um, or how the story ends in the comics. But unfortunately, it was the final season, so that's over now. Um, and I don't know what I'm going to watch next, so I'm going to have to find something probably with my mom over dinner because that's usually when we discover new shows um but if anybody has any suggestions let me know because i mean yeah i'm gonna watch good omens for andy um but beyond that i don't know what my next paranormal supernatural show is gonna be might have to just There's, start supernatural ever, over again <laughs> well what about sandman i told you about that one i have not been able to find where that is netflix okay i looked it up and it didn't pop up on netflix when was the last time oh. you saw it on there I just watched, uh, just watched it. It was a minute ago, but hold on. Let me, let me pull it up on my phone. Maybe the it just didn't, I mean. Sandman. There I is, did Sandman. see. Okay, maybe I just didn't There's see 11 it. episodes. I did see um, that Imperfects show that you mentioned. I might. Yeah, we, did, might we didn't that. finish that one yet. Yeah, it was, that was creative. It was different. We haven't finished it yet because. We go through these weird phases. Like we started Peaky Blinders a long time ago and I don't remember what happened if like maybe a movie caught our attention or something. Um, and then one day I sat down because there was a scene that people kept playing on, on TikTok. And I'm like, okay, I got to check this out. Cause you know, I love, I love everything. I love so many different types of things, but <laughs> we got hooked and we sat and watched and I'm like, wait, wait, is that the last season? Like that was not total, but like the last season made, I was like, come on. So Yeah. I love when it comes to lock and key, I think you would enjoy it. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
even though it's mostly based on teenagers, because I think you would enjoy the key part of it um, and all the different magical things that each key does. Yeah, I might have to so. check that. It's There's so many things people want me to check out. It's like, ah, when I get the time, because I have a few things going on at one time. Well, here. this is why I go on to my streaming services and add things to my watch list, because then yeah. it's like, if, I, it, if it comes a day where like I need a mental health day or something, or I run out of something to watch, I can just go to my list and find something else. Well, I've got 10 days to my next shots and so far so good. But, it, you know, when, if I have a down day yesterday, the fatigue was killing me, man. Um, f- again, for those who don't know, I have vestibular migraines and get Botox shots so that I can function as a human being, but I still can't drive, but it keeps the pain at bay. Um, I'm not doing too bad as far as feeling like death, but the fatigue is kicking my butt. So Sundays, you know, I push through and just pretend everything's fine. Everything's fine. But then Sundays, you know, I, I go to church and I come home and I eat lunch and then my body's like, and we're done. Yeah, well, Sunday <laughs> just, is supposed to be your rest and reset yeah. day anyway. Well, so. and I don't mind rest and reset. I don't like when I fall. I was watching, not really watching, but I had on a show called I Am Stalker or A Stalker, you know, research things. I'm always watching different TV shows. And <clears throat> there's some things that I write about that I have not personally experienced. So I try to get outside, you know, uh, uh, experiences. I don't know if I finished it or if Netflix went, ah, she went to sleep and like turned off the TV because I woke up to my husband turning the, the you know, show back on. I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> I was watching it and then I wasn't like just two and a half, three hours. I was out. Yeah. I don't like actually that. <laughs> that first day that I started binge watching that Bureau of the Magical Things. I'm like, well, I should be doing my work. But technically, but... this is research for the podcast. So aren't yeah. I actually working? <laughs> well, you know, the new book that we've been talking about that I'm writing, um, I've been talking to a lot of my military friends and <laughs> people listen, once you get into the author world, it is a very strange world. I made phone calls last week to my local sheriff's department to see if they would let me come try on a bulletproof vest. And could I either participate or watch when they went through their little courses where they not courses, but like, I don't know what to call them paths training whatever where they go through and and they announce themselves and their go around corners i just need to watch it or experience it one or the other they didn't know what to tell me they kept oh try this number and i'm like just so you know i'm not a kook you're gonna look me up you know like here's my website here's my my podcast here's my pin name like it's it's a weird world but so last <laughs> night Instead of, you know, doing our normal binge, um, we watched something called 13 Hours, which was about the Benghazi thing. A friend of mine who was, you know, a combat soldier, now he's a recruiter, and his wife is actually deployed in the Navy. He's like, okay, 13 Hours, watch it. That's legit. He's like, watching them go through the motions. That's legit. I'm like, okay, cool. Because a lot of these shows, it's, you know, it's prettied up for cinema. Yeah. You know, John well, Wick. In some you ways, you, you still have to do that with books, too, because, yeah. you know, sometimes it gets to be like, why am I yeah. this? You know what I mean? Right. But, you don't want it to be too technical to the point of being boring. Yeah. You know, but there's just, you know, you watch some things and you're like, why did you do that? <laughs> and the same thing with like reading, even something as simple as a romance scene. The man's six foot eight. The woman's four eleven. And they're having sex missionary and they're kissing. No, you're not. You might be kissing the top of her head. Like, <laughs> there's just some things that are defying reality here. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Um, so next week, we are going to have our first guests of season two. 
Woo woo! Sound effects. <laughs> I don't need to have sound effects. I have you. <laughs> you have me. <laughs> That'll be awesome. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. So that was it for this episode. Um, anything else you want to mention before we click off? No, I'm looking forward to people's answers about whether they'd want to be elves or fae. Yes, please do send in your answers to the question and we will read them on the next episode. And where are they sending their answers? Uh, well, like I said, email and Facebook group are both in the show notes. So you can scroll on down to those and hop over either to the Facebook group or send us an email. So we will see you guys next week. And so will our guest, I guess. See you guys next week. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Let's Get Mystical and would like to email the hostesses, you can do so at letsgetmysticalpodcast at gmail.com or join the Facebook group, both of which will be listed in the show notes. We'd love to hear from you.